Life Audio. Welcome to the Team Us podcast, where we share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater. We're about a month into the new year, and we're back with brand new episodes. Today, we're talking about how you can team up not just for the new year, but for every day, week, and month of that year. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Now, in our last episode, we told you we'd be talking about safeguards for your marriage in this episode. We're still going to be unpacking those, but we decided to save that topic for a future episode. Since this one is our first episode of 2023, we wanted to talk about being a united team as you enter into this year. And because our years are made of months and our months are made of weeks and our weeks are made of days. Days are made of hours, minutes, seconds. We get exactly (laughs) right. Anyway, but that was good. Yeah, we don't want to limit this discussion to just the year. But before we jump in, we're going to give you a little update on our lives since it's been a few weeks mm-hmm. since you guys have heard from us. Uh, we moved into our new house. We closed on it, moved in. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird process, though, wasn't Can we say it? Yeah, how long we have been waiting? I think we shared that, but yeah, go ahead. Was it 17, 18 months? It was almost 18 months. Yeah. And then when we did finally close, they weren't exactly finished with everything. So (laughs) we couldn't even in right away. Appliances in. No, I think they had appliances because they couldn't get the occupancy without the appliances. But the backsplash in the kitchen was still going in. Uh No gate, which we do have now. I'm trying to remember. Uh, There were there was a long list. There was. They're they're checking it all off though. We're (laughs) almost at the point now. We've been in the house or we closed. Almost two months ago. ago. Yeah, but there's only a few things left for them to do. (laughs) Um, It was weird, though, because, you know, we waited so long, as you said, like the 17, 18th months that I anticipated I would feel so excited and relieved when we closed. And I didn't feel those feelings. It was really weird. Because it wasn't full closure. They're still doing a lot of stuff. I think we're feeling we're making memories now. Right. And I'm starting to feel excited. I love our house. Oh, yeah. It just it was just weird it was weird no no doubt about that and you know how that verse uh hope deferred makes a heart sick and you tend to think of it as right. a verse for singles yeah <laughs> it applies to it all. applies to all sorts of things including 18 months waiting for your house to be built and all these missed opportunities to make memories in your new house right that was the toughest thing we we're making memories in somebody else's house yeah now we're in our house we are and we celebrated our 20th wedding anniversary, and we really put into practice 
the part of our vows that said in sickness. Yeah, 20th wedding anniversary. And I think I was laying in bed, like uh, sleeping sick. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll just say it. You got COVID. Yeah, we got COVID. Again. The second time. In one year, because the last time you had it was like New Year's 2022. Right. It was worse that time. Was. I was like, I just slept 20 hours a day. I was just exhausted. It was scary the first time. This time you were just sick. Yeah, just sick. So. Which was kind of- for guys, is always worse, you know. <laughs> right. Isn't that the way it is? Uh-huh. When I got COVID, I just kept going. Well, because you have to. That's what I said. The house running. I know. <laughs> I'm just sort of. Around for comedic effect. Uh, no, we we have our different roles and different things that we keep going. But fortunately, we are going on a cruise in March for our 20th wedding anniversary. Honestly, what I'm looking forward to the most. Oh, I was going to say something else. What I'm what I'm looking forward to the most is spending quality time with you. What were you really going to say? <laughs> uh, at night, when we're out on the water, looking up at the stars. Honestly, that's. I've never done anything like that. And I've heard there are like millions of stars. I've never had proof like with my own eyes. So you're going to see a lot of stars. I'm going to see a lot of stars. And it's, it's a weird, like, because I have gone on a cruise with our oldest daughter and it's crazy when you're out there, it's just water, it's just water and sky. Yeah. I think I'll like that. I think you will. Is agoraphobia a fear of open spaces? I hope I don't get that. I think it's that. I don't remember. Or spiders. I don't remember what. That's arachnophobia. Oh, okay. Agoraphobia. Or is that small space? I don't know. We'll look it up later. Claustrophobia. No, you're right. It's got to be. Okay. Well, anyway, that was all 2022. Mm -hmm. But I feel like January started out with some frustrations for us. up. Like, we did have to have some stuff fixed on our brand new house. There was some (laughs) flooring issues upstairs, so they had to pull the carpet up Mm -hmm. and fix that. Lights, some others. Right. We had some issues with our rental security. Broken. Yeah. But they're coming to fix that. Yeah. Yeah. Our rental, some security deposit issues. Did you stop bellyaching? No. I mean, the point that I'm going for is that sometimes the new year starts awesome, but sometimes it starts a little rocky. Yeah. There's a lot of ambiguity and rockiness. And I think that today's podcast... Whether those of you listening have had the new year start great or have had it start a little rocky like us, that you'll hopefully be encouraged as you seek to live the everyday moments of marriage with grace, commitment, and cooperation. Grace, commitment, cooperation. Yeah. Did we talk about that in the news podcast? Yeah, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, okay. But I think we might have unpacked it in the very first episode. Yeah. So I have three practical things to share that can help us and can help other couples team up. But before we jump into that. Come on. If I have all of these. But well, you don't do that. <laughs> okay. I want to touch on something that a friend asked us to talk about because I recently posted on Facebook. Hey, give us ideas on things that you want to hear on the podcast. Yep. And this friend had asked that we talk about spiritual warfare in marriage. And I think this is important as we're discussing daily unity with our spouses and teaming up, you know, in the moments and the days and the weeks and the months and the years and the decades. And right now I'm going the other direction. And the scores. What are scores? Four scores. It's 20 years. We've been married to score. Yes, 
I scored. All right, we're tangenting oh, again. Man, stop it. So anyway, <laughs> spiritual warfare is real. In First Peter 5, 8, Peter told us to stay alert with an exclamation mark. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And in Ephesians 6, 12, Paul wrote, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the stark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. And I have to say that I feel like we encounter some spiritual warfare whenever we record podcast episodes or I write about marriage. Yeah, it's almost as if this uh, spiritual enemy wants to discourage us from doing this kind of stuff. Right. And so if we avoid doing the stuff, they will avoid the, uh, you know, the spiritual negativity or whatever. Yeah, we won't have to deal with frustrations. Yeah. And I mean, the truth is, I don't think, those of you listening, I don't think we're telling you anything new that you can't hear somewhere else. And maybe even from, you know, an expert in the field you're looking at me with like, what are you saying? No, no, no. Eyes. I'm, I'm fascinated. Yeah. But for whatever reason, God has given us this opportunity to use our failures and successes and experiences to encourage and challenge others in their marriages. So we're faithfully trying to do that. Yep. Yeah. I also, like we said, I feel like there's more opportunity for irritation and frustration and fights with each other when we are prepping and recording these, because I think that often it is spiritual warfare trying to discourage us from doing this or saying, hey, it's not worth it. I don't get frustrated with you. Would you knock it off? Seriously. So, yes. as I was thinking about how to explain how we respond mm -hmm. when this kind of stuff happens, I came across an article from Focus on the Family called, you're going to love this title. Uh -oh. Is this a spiritual attack or is my spouse just a jerk? That's a great title, right? It's a great title. I think you can always at least go with the second one. Yeah. And I'm going to link to it in the show notes because I wasn't sure how to pronounce the author's last name, so I didn't want to butcher it. Mm -hmm. So I thought it offered some really practical wisdom that really encompasses how I think we tend to deal with spiritual attacks in our marriage. So here's what the author says. Yes. We can spend a lot of emotional energy trying to determine if it's a spiritual attack or just an everyday marriage issue. But does it really matter? Two things are true. One Satan has your marriage on his radar and wants to mess it up. Two, your spouse is human and so are you. Yes, you're under attack. And yes, growing in marriage is a process and takes serious work. Both things are true at the same time. If that's accurate, your strategy should always involve a two-pronged approach. One, pray for protection. Two, work on your relationship. It's not one or the other. Both things occur simultaneously. So our response should deal with them together. So again, that's from that article on Focus on the Family's website titled, Is This a Spiritual Attack or Is My Spouse Just a Jerk? Mm, not sure how to comment on that because it's just like, right? It's just common sense. Right. Right? But it's true, right? It's not It's not a either or approach. It's a both and approach. Although, you know how sometimes we are able to navigate out of conflict by finding a common enemy? Yes. Uh, so we could, yeah, maybe if we, it's not a crutch, is it, to say, hey, there's spiritual warfare going on now. Let's uh, say, get away from me, Satan. And, but I am a jerk, too. So No, I think, I think that there is truth in that. It reminds us that there's something greater at play. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's important. You know, we see our physical world, but it's very much a spiritual world, too. No, you're absolutely right. And I I think lately I've kind of been involved in so many physical things. You know, the work I do, the house, that sometimes it's easy to sort of let slip the truth that that invisible stuff is real. You know, spiritual stuff is going on. Yeah. And it affects the stuff we experience. It affects the physical stuff. It does. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Right. Well, I know... When we're going through these things and I pray, usually God shows me how I need to change. The Holy Spirit prompts me to do something that maybe I don't want to do and it's hard. And so I'm learning to be more and more obedient, but it's not always easy. Usually it's he's not telling me, all right, I'm going to change this about Ted. He's like, maybe you should change this, and which is never fun. Interesting. I was just thinking if... If anybody thinks that the invisible spiritual world does not affect the physical world, well, think about how your brain is invisible. Your thoughts are invisible. Your personality is invisible. Your whatever it is inside you that makes you you is invisible. It's contained within your body somewhere, maybe the brain, I don't know. But it's invisible. And yet that invisible thing can make your hand move, can make your mouth move. So the invisible does affect, I mean, that's a perfect, that's a, easy to grasp example. I think. Right. No, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think we think too much that the person is the physical mm-hmm. that we see, which is part of them. So, I mean, sure. But yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, we got to keep going. Keep going. Or else this will be super long. Super. So let's jump into the practical ways that we can team up today, this week, this month, and this year. As we do, let's remember the article that we just talked about mm-hmm. that Satan wants to mess with our marriage and our spouses are human. So pray for protection and work on your marriage. As I said, it's not both and. It's not either or. It is both and. So the first practical thing that we can do is make peace with yesterday, last week, last month, last year, or whatever time frame we need to. So Sort of kind of like a forgive and forget, except you don't forget, but you forgive and try to move on. 
I think that I totally understand your uh, yeah no thinking there. I think that you know we face these different issues. Like I would say, the last couple of years for us have been hard. Yeah, you know, some of the hard stuff we talk about, some we haven't. Mm -hmm. You know, parenting girls and teenage girls can be really challenging. We don't share a lot of that because we respect our kids' privacy. Yeah. Um, They didn't choose to record a podcast or write books. Mm -hmm. When they were little, they didn't care. But, you know, stuff with the house has been hard. Moving is challenging. Oh, man. Um, Do not like. Right. And, you know, we'll probably still face parenting challenges, Mm -hmm. you know, but we can determine to make peace with the events of yesterday, last week, last month, or last year. And what I mean by that is decide together to see these challenges not just as annoyances, but as opportunities for growth, both individually and as and as a couple. And I think that one way we can do this is we sit down together and reflect. We talk about how the struggles we faced have wore on us and also how they've made us stronger. We consider the times when we've let them divide us rather than unite us and discuss how we can do better next time. And, you know, resolve that we'll face difficulties with the us versus the problem attitude instead of me versus you mentality. So it's that common enemy. I think we can't move on from things unless we've acknowledged and processed them. I think that's right. Yeah, there there can be a, a temptation to sweep it under the rug, pretend that it's resolved because it's not on top of the rug anymore. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's can't just move on without acknowledging, without you know, sort of processing, asking forgiveness, seeking forgiveness. Yeah. I think those things, when we keep them inside, they catch up with us. They don't go away. No, they turn into gray hair. Yeah. All right. Yes. So the next practical thing is decide to get, no, yes. Sorry. (laughs) This was written a lot like the last one. And I thought, (laughs) oh, wait, I didn't know. I didn't go forward in my notes. Mm -hmm. Decide together to approach every day, week, month, and year with a sense of lightheartedness. Lightheartedness. Yes. And we've talked about this in previous episodes. I think we have an entire episode about how to have a lighthearted marriage, which means, yes, we want to laugh together. We want to have a sense of humor as we face different things. But for those of you who have met, may not have heard that, it also means choosing to practice a lightheartedness that comes from having an unburdened heart. Or in other words, a heart that's not weighed down by grudges toward one another. So I was thinking, and I haven't really thought of this before, but lightheartedness is good, but like flippancy or like a cynical kind of humor that's not serious. I think you can be seriously lighthearted, but if you're flippant or cynical, ah, I don't think that's helpful. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I can think of an example, but I don't know if you want me to share it. Go ahead. Here on the podcast. Okay. Sometimes when we go through some sort of disagreement or I have an issue with something that oh. upsets me, mm-hmm. we may upset. not, well, we may not have resolved it, but mm-hmm. a day or two later, you will make some sort of joke or nudge about it. And which would maybe be okay if we had resolved it, but instead it feels like you're kind of poking at me saying, oh, that's kind of dumb that you were so upset about that. Did that happen just like... Uh, just recently. Yeah. yeah like... Was it last week, maybe? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Well, that's something to reflect on. Okay. There, there, Ted. Don't be too <laughs> flippant. So I think, you know, the point is, for those of you listening, you know, if you've kept a list of ways your spouse has failed, and me bringing that up was not me keeping a list of 
something. It just Mm -hmm. occurred to me as you were talking about it, you know, the way your spouse has failed or disappointed or hurt you in the past, determined to let those things go, either personally or if they're deeper issues, you know, maybe you need a counselor Mm -hmm. to help you through it and determine that starting today, you won't keep a record of wrongs because God's mercies are new every morning. So and you're married to a sinner. I'm married to a sinner. So it's healthy for us to be poised to forgive. Yeah. You know, and seek not to be easily offended, you know, to do your best to overlook offenses and seek to be a team. That doesn't mean you don't ever have to address things. Some things are offenses and some things are issues. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we've talked about making peace with the past, deciding to be lighthearted. And the last practical thing, which we have talked about probably in the second or third episode, is to get on the same page literally. Literally, like in Twister, like we lay down the page with the dots and then like red hand on green. And We could try that. We haven't done that before. Isn't that getting on the same page? Literally. literally? Well, I was thinking grab a piece of paper and some pencils. Oh, oh. Which you and I have actually done. Yeah. You can't see Ted's face right now. But he's got that <laughs> mischievous smile. Like he knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's a twister. Yeah. You also thought that when they had game night for men at church. It was yeah. wild game night. It was wild game night at church. And what it really was was people, you know, the men uh, got together and they brought their, their roast duck and their wild boar. And their. And I brought a wild game. I brought a T-butt twister. So stupid. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of, you know, I think a lot of couples at the beginning of the year, yes. you know, get on the same page. Absolutely. They have the same goals Friends and that. purposes. But what about doing that regularly throughout the year? I know there are couples that do that, mm-hmm. but I think a lot of us, we get on the same page and we have these goals and vision for the year. And then we slowly just are surviving through mm-hmm. the year. So I think it would be cool, you know, you jot those down, literally, a piece of paper, share it with each other, mm-hmm. and then put it somewhere in the house that you can see it. We kind of have something like that with a Google Sheet or a Google Doc. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, but I don't necessarily go check that all the time because I have to track down the link to it. It's stuff we need to buy for the house, like buy rock for the back. Yes, because we live in Arizona and yeah. And it's dirt rock. and mud. Well, it's kind of like on New Year's, I was like, okay, everybody come up with three fun goals for the year. Three things you want to do. You know, but if it would have been fun, we should have all written them down. Or you and I should have written them down. Up then. I mean, one of our goals is, you know, when we moved, before we sold our house in Georgia, we did have some debt. Mm -hmm. We do not have any debt except for, you know, a mortgage. Um, And so one of our goals is... And I have a debt of gratitude to you. It's just... Stay out of debt. Stay out of debt. No credit card debt. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big one we have this year. Yeah. If you wonder why we don't talk about finances and budgeting, it's because it's not our strong suit. We're growing. Yeah. Yeah. We have been in debt. We're not currently. Right. Other than the mortgage. Okay. Yes. This episode is getting long, which is okay. Okay. But to recap, we shared three practical ways you can team up every day, week, month, and year. Can I say these? Yeah. Go for it. Make peace with yesterday, last week, last month, last year, or whatever, when you need to. Number two, decide together to approach every day, week, month, and year with a sense of lightheartedness. And three, play Twister. <laughs> Get on the same page, literally. <laughs> and if you need to use Twister to do that, then go for it. Yeah. Yeah. So 
onto this week's us challenge yep. is not the play twister, although that would be funny. It would be funny. I say pick one of the three practical ideas we shared and do it. So what? Are, which one do you want to do? Um, Number three. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get on the same page literally. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the Team Us podcast. We're looking forward to next time as we keep talking about how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. Team Us with Ted and Ashley Slater is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review the podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hi, I'm Beckett Cook, host of The Beckett Cook Show. I lived as a gay man in Hollywood for many, many years until I had a radical encounter with Jesus 13 years ago. Since then, I've gotten my master's degree in seminary and published a book called A Change of Affection. On my podcast, The Beckett Cook Show, I sit down with fascinating Christian scholars and thinkers to address the lies of the culture and bring the biblical truth to bear on those lies. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for The Becca Cook Show on your favorite podcasting platform.